0: we know it. I'm just kidding. It just feels like it sometimes, you know? Anyways. (coughs) Welcome back, baby, to another episode of Two Broke Canadians. It's your favorite host, Emily. And today it is a solo episode because it was Mother's Day weekend and Morgan's a mama and she needs to relax and be pampered and just enjoy her weekend. So she did. So I am here. And the episode's <laughs> late. Because I enjoyed my mother this weekend. And my sister is also mother. So anyways, I'm outside because it's really nice. So if you hear the odd bark here and there, I do apologize. But that's just the quality content that you get from us, right? <coughs> no. But on that note of the dog barking, if you heard that. Dogs all pets. They're more than just pets. And what I mean by that is you've probably heard me talk about my dog, Rosie. She is a rescue and I love her. She is the literal love of my life. I could not be her. Like I could not be anything without her. I probably am surviving because of her. Like, I give this dog so much credit because she's a nutball. But I absolutely just, like, I love her. I wish I could squeeze the life out of her just with all my love. But I can't. Because I love her. And I don't want her to die. <laughs> so, but, no, you just... Don't, like, the first thing I want to say is don't make the commitment on a whim. For, sh- for sure. Because it's not... It's not just like a pet that you can leave and not really take care of. No pet is a pet that you can leave and not really take care of. Every pet needs to be in a clean environment. Every pet needs to have food and have water and food costs money and then they get sick. And you have to pay for medical bills and you have to pay for the vet or medication. For instance, Rosie, she has a herniated disc in her lower back, and sometimes it causes, a, sometimes it gets a flare-up from overexertion or activities, and her medication is $50 each, so it's $100 for medication every six months. Yeah, it's every six months, but at the same time, it's still $100, you know? it's It's that commitment to making sure that your pet is going to live happy and healthy, and making sure that you go to the lengths of having those prescriptions for your dog every six months or every month or every three weeks whatever the time frame may be even as they get older just make your dog comfortable too you know it it really breaks my heart when i go on humane societies or rescues or shelters and i see elderly dogs there and it just i wish i could just adopt every old dog because they deserve to like just run free on a piece of property and just live a happy life of love and cuddles and just kisses and toys and treats and it's just it breaks my heart even seeing elderly cats and stuff like that too i'm more of a dog person but even cats as well or bunnies or it's just so sad it breaks my heart seeing any elderly animal in a shelter because I just feel they deserve a happy ending um, but don't go and make that commitment in to getting an animal if you're not going to be able to provide those things for them like food or water or medication, health care, haircuts, nail trimmings because dogs, cats, each have their own and each also need caring in different ways as for instance there's a like okay the the hairless cats those cats get pore buildup because they don't have hair correct or fur and because they don't have that their pores are very prominent to collect dirt and oils and debris So you have to, especially in their nails, you have to, you know, go into their nails and really clean it out with like a toothpick or, you know, tweezers or something and get the gunk out regularly. It's a full-time job with, you know, that particular breed. And same with other dogs, dogs that are bred for colder climates and people who have them in warmer climates, you know making sure that your dog has a cold space to go into whether that be a room with a fan or whether that be the room with the air conditioning in it putting that length to know yeah i'm gonna have to pay for extra air conditioning in the hotter months because my dog is a cold weather animal like its breed is meant for the colder weather you know or smaller dogs if they're prone to being cold you need to treat them with things that will help them to stay warm you know getting them sweaters and stuff like that people think it's all fashion no and you know especially small dogs that don't hairless dogs there are hairless there are dogs that are hairless to be you know just out there but you know you need to put the coat on them because they get cold and it affects their well-being so don't don't go out on a whim and just get an animal because your friends are getting an animal or because your parents are your sister or you know you saw a cute video or whatever don't go out on a whim and just get an animal and i know a lot of people their first instinct is i want a puppy rescuing is just as good too there are so many dogs in shelters looking for homes and you just need to go and do your research you know check out the dog check out their behaviors and whether it's a good fit if the dog likes you and you like the dog or the cat or the bunny or the parrot whichever you choose to rescue you know and then taking that animal home for a trial run seeing if it can adapt into your living space and make it its own and you know the paperwork for that so investing in a rescue I find is a lot more rewarding than just going out and getting a dog from a breeder don't get me wrong i do want to have livestock but i also know that i will have to get dogs that are bred for that if i could find a sheep dog that's a puppy or something because there's so many of those in the shelter as well which i will get to that um in the breed that i need of course i will adopt it 110 before i ever go to a breeder but if i couldn't find that breed then you have then go to a breeder or somebody you know who was looking to bring home a animal of that breed but the next thing is it's not a cute gift dogs cats chickens i don't even care if you're getting someone a donkey it is not a cute gift it is an actual responsibility like to my first point that i just ranted on for about 10 minutes it's not a gift you don't just get them for someone's birthday or for christmas or an engagement or you know a graduation to be like good for you here's something cute that you can love it's a responsibility and i think a lot of people get things like that for others in hopes that that person sees that as a responsibility but not everybody's that smart some people just see it as, oh my gosh, now I have this thing. Where's the food? How do I train it? You know, there's people out there who are getting animals that don't know anything or what to do with them. They just think it's cute. And it's not. You're rendering that animal's well-being. And it's it's life. You know? It's it's not fair it's really not fair and on that note of how do I train it everyone needs to train their dog no dog breed is a bad dog breed it's a bad owner okay bad dogs aren't just born bad cats aren't just okay maybe feist there are some little cats that are feisty but you know no animal is born to be an asshole a domestic animal is born to be an asshole. <laughs> Let me rephrase. They have to learn it from something. Get it from someone. You have to train it. You have to put in the time and the effort. It's the child that can't talk back to you at all. And words, keywords, like, come. I've seen people who train their animals to literally touch buttons on the ground to talk. Or on the wall. Anything is possible if you put the time and the effort into it. You cannot get an animal or a pet and not put the time or the effort into it and just let it do what it wants because it will take over you. People don't think, yeah, whatever. I have been bit by a dog who let somebody just do whatever it wanted. Almost took my thumb off. It was not a big dog. It was probably the same size as Rosie is, 20 pounds. And it almost took my thumb off because he thought he was the boss in my house that's not how it works no way jose you need it's not even that too like you just you need that dominance you need that listen i'm your mom or like i'm 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 your superior listen here like you don't go anywhere without me you are nothing without me i am nothing without you we are a package deal okay (laughs) just kind of keep it keep it that way light simple airy you know just love it unconditionally and just treat it with the utmost respect and care not only doing that but you need to find a good fit for you if you have an apartment don't go out and get a big dog (laughs) don't go out and buy yourself a great date Which, actually, there are really good apartment dogs. Sad weirdly enough. But, you know, don't go out and get yourself a high-energy dog if you live in an apartment. You know, don't go out and get a low-energy dog if you live out on acres of property and you want to have an animal that you can take out with you on the four-wheeler or a dirt bike or whatever. You know? You have to find the animal that's going to fit you. You don't want to get too small of an animal because they're going to run out of energy out there quick. You know, you're going to have to carry them the rest of the way back. You want to get an animal that has high energy, that they can keep up with you. Same with, you know, if you live in an apartment, you know, not saying it's not a good idea to get a high energy dog, but you have to give that high energy animal the stig- like this, this, the, the stigmatization that it needs to have proper brain production. You know, my dog- I've looked up my dog. Rosie's a cockapoo. She's staring at me through the window right now. She's a cockapoo. She's six years old. Her breed, they love using, they love agility courses. They love running. They love jumping. They love, they love finding a problem, like a, a, pretty much a pattern to solve. So I'll take her to the park. I'll throw her a ball, you know, I'll take her on hikes and she can run around through the trees It's her own agility course, and she absolutely loves it. I make sure she gets that sort of exercise, but I also make sure she has it in moderation because of her back. I take in consideration her health issues. So those things are proper care for an animal. Unproper care would be, yeah, my dog has back issues. I don't take her out on walks or hikes. She just stays at home most of the time. I feed her no I make sure I take my dog out when I can when it's a nice night a nice day when I'm not busy or don't have anything to do to get her exercise because she's a high energy dog she needs that stimulation she needs it that's the word I was looking for before stimulation (laughs) (laughs) anyways (coughs) but yeah it's a lot it's a lot of work but, it's so satisfying in the end. Also, my dad bought me these sour plant-based gummies that are gluten-free, vegan, and peanut-free. They're freaking great. I'm going to eat the whole bag in one sitting. I can but I'm want to. My dog's staring at me because she wants some, too. Just be smart. Don't be stupid with it. Because for an animal you are its entire world think of it in that retrospect my dog sees me from the minute she wakes up to the minute she goes to bed and when i leave it feels like an eternity that i'm gone she you know it's pretty much her waiting for me to come back They care that much about you. Even if you were the rudest owner, they would still give a shit about you and wait for you to come home. That is the the definition of unconditional love. Animals give unconditional love. I think some, not all, some animals are, you know, produce unconditional love for their people no matter what even if that person had a bad day and they came home kicking and screaming that animal still is like i love you they just look at you and say i don't know what's going on but i love you that's all they're thinking you know i don't know what's upsetting you i want to make it better because i love you you know that's they just want to be with you and you know like i said mean owners create mean dogs 125%. 125%. If you want to fight me on that, come at me. I dare you. You cannot fight me on that argument. Mean owners create mean dogs, okay? But yeah. Um I don't really have much to talk about. It's hard to podcast as an individual. An individual person. <laughs> but no definitely do your research definitely make sure if it's a good fit if you can adopt definitely fucking adopt uh the best fucking thing in the world my dog is clingy as me even clingier i swear to god (laughs) and you get a best friend for life well for as long as they live you get a best friend (laughs) as horrible as that sounds but you do you get a best friend for life and it's great so just make smart decisions and don't do things preemptively definitely think about it do your research get your knowledge and check how much things cost because training shots vet appointments those things come up yearly sometimes they come up more than that it all just depends so be wise But yeah that's all I gotta say about that other than that I do have a fun little story I kicked a guy out of my car last night on the middle on the side of the road because he, in the country because he was being an absolute complete utter douchebag so I was in the car driving and I drove with this guy he drove with me to the desk this destination and you know Phoebes was supposed to come in the car and i didn't get the memo that she was coming with me so i'd left and so this guy chatted my whole ear off was trying to mansplain things and just you know being drunk and disorderly and obnoxious and i just kept my cool you know straight answers not really engaging in conversation And he just kept going on and on and on and on and then the ride back, Phoebe came with and he was absolutely just rude. He was very rude. He was trying to get her to like go to the back seat. He was saying that we were fucked up and we had sad lives and this, that and the other thing and it was just it was appalling. And I had had enough and he's lucky that I had waited to get close enough back to the house and I pretty much pulled over and I told him to get the fuck out of my car. And he questioned me and I said, does it look like I'm joking? Get the fuck out. And I was shaking with anger. My body is shaking. I have never, I have felt that. I've only had sh- shake when I'm angry very slim times in my life. And that was one of them. And it scares me when I shake, when I get mad. And so... Then I ended up taking Phoebe back home. I apologized to her. She apologized to me. And I was like, girl, no, I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. I'm so sorry. And I'm sorry that I had to do that. But, you know, it respectfully so, it was deserved. And, yeah, he ended up finding his way back. And he completely continued to be an absolute dickhole the rest of the evening. And I, I chose not to stay. This is from what I heard. He was a dick dickhole the rest of the evening. But I chose not to stay because I said to her, if I see him, I will punch him in the face. And I was not going to take that lightly. I, I honestly meant it. I was going to punch him in the face. He had deserved it for the things that he said. I'm not going to repeat them, but he had deserved it for the things that he said. Um, my mother was actually quite proud of me <laughs> when I came home. I told her I kicked a man out on the side of the highway in the country and she said really good for you (laughs) and I told her why she's like good for you fuck that shit you know and yeah it's definitely it's definitely a whirlwind um emotionally I'm surviving financially making it I'm not doing any better but I'm not getting any worse Maybe no. I'm not I'm not gonna speak lightly on that one. To be, I'm gonna speak. Actually, I am gonna speak lightly on that. I don't know if I'm getting worse. I could be, but we're just hoping for the best. I'm trying to finish school. Mentally, trying to fucking power through that. I had a breakdown at school today. Left three hours early. Um, so that was a great time. Definitely not my finest moment. Haven't had a lot of those lately called my doctor talked to him about my meds because i need to talk about my meds because this girl needs to up that shit also that's another thing people need to normalize medication but it is what it is i guess so i don't know yeah i kind of want to smoke a bowl so i'm gonna put you on pause because i really don't want to i don't have anyone to talk in the background i'm just gonna rip a bowl in silence by myself it's freaking weird I think I am with the frog. Okay, I'm back. I also had some gummies. That shit was good. Mm. <coughs> I love lung cancer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't promote cancer. Cancer's bad. But this topic totally went sideways. There's only so much to talk about when it comes to pets. Love them. Treat them right. And all should be Gucci. And spoil them. Ooh spoil them so much. Especially when they get old and cranky, just you. I don't know, oh my god, I'm so fucking weird. I don't know why you guys listen to me, but I listen to me sometimes too. That's a fun fact, I actually listen to my own podcast. Yep. I'm a viewer. Is that how, a oh, subscriber. That's what it is. I'm a subscriber, baby. Alright, well, the air conditioning just kicked on, so. Uh, be smart. Be safe. And don't make any stupid decisions Alright, love you, bye